Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Visual Wow, the podcast for people passionate about live events. We're obsessed with creating and capturing those wow moments. This is the place the top pros come to share their secrets. Now, here's your host, Jack Hartsman. Welcome back, Visual community. It's Jack Hartsman, your host, and I am very happy to have Anna Tu online with us today from North Shore Photography, Chicago, Illinois. Anna, welcome to the show. Hi. Um, Anna, you have a really neat operation that uh, our mutual good friend Mark Zucker has told me about uh, in Chicago. Um, deep in the photography world, weddings, bar mitzvahs, corporate stuff. Uh, tell me a little bit about the size of your operation, how many photographers you have on board. And uh, before we start talking about craziness from COVID, what's, what's normal look like for North Shore Photography? So normal for North Shore Photography. So we've been in business about 20 years. Um, I've been full-time for 13 years doing it. And we usually do about 130 to 160 events a year. Um, a lot of bar and bar mitzvahs, weddings, mainly mitzvahs, um, corporate events and any other, any other events. And we do a lot of portraits because I have a studio, kids. That's it. <laughs> so how have you handled the, the pivot with the downturn in business post-COVID um, as it pertains to um, keeping your people on board um, doing work for yourself versus stuff that maybe some of your customers were calling for other photographers. How are you balancing that? Um, trying to, you know, let's just talk respectfully, keeping the lights on, keeping the door open. You've got a big operation just like we do. How are you, how are you finding the balance in that? Um, well, it hasn't been easy. It's been the most stressful part of my career this year. It's been terrible. But um, we moved studios, so we're in the same area, but we actually went half in size, half in rent. That was, that was a big thing for me. Um, I actually like the new space now, but it was, it was upsetting to have to do that because I'd worked so hard and um, had to lay off some of my office staff. So I have one girl that comes in um, one day a week, but she pulls in a lot more days at home, which is great. And so I've been pretty much doing everything by myself. Um, we have been extremely busy with shooting still. So there was obviously the shutdown. And then towards the end of July, beginning of August, people started, you know, coming back out and realizing that they still needed a photographer. And now's the time because their family's at home and they want to, you know, get together for family portraits. So we've been doing a lot of that. And then all of the bar and bar mitzvahs they rescheduled so I had about 93 events that had to reschedule and which was an insane week because it all <laughs> happened in one week so they rescheduled but they still kept their service date for their original date so every you know every weekend we've been doing a handful of portrait sessions in the temple and the services and they've also been adding a couple of hours of a kiddish, which is a luncheon or an evening party for the kids outside in a tent. Um, so they've still been celebrating, which is great. So not, you know, we're not doing the six hour events anymore. We're doing, you know, just a couple of hours here and there, which has definitely kept our, kept our doors open. Um, you know, I'm paying the bills. I'm actually paying off my credit cards. <laughs> so it's, you, uh, have you noticed that, um, <laughs> yeah. 
there is an expectation, or at least there is on our side, we're going through exactly the same thing, but there's an expectation that when these people decide to do an expanded party next year or whenever they do it, that they're expecting us to roll it into the same contract. Um, are you are you running into those kind of problems also? Yes. Um, people are, well, first of all, people are not understanding what the deposit entails and why there is a deposit and why we're not giving it back or all of it back. If they're cancelling, um, they want their deposit as product. They don't seem to understand that, you know, I get 52 week days a year basically to make a living and they've taken not only one of those but two of those now because they're, you know, holding me for a date for next year as well. So um, at the beginning I got together with a lot of other vendors in the industry and we kind of tried to all have the same policy but it did end up that way because I think photographers are the lucky ones in all of this because people still want pictures, whether they're having a 10 person event or, you know, 10,000 person event, they still need pictures. So we've been lucky, but they, the clients are, you know, with the not knowing, I understand I would be in the same position, but they also need to understand that they have to pay us for our time and services in order for us to be around next year. So if we're doing these couple of hour add-ons, um, most of them have been great and are paying, like I'm getting them to pay for what they're doing. Um, most of them have been great. Some of them have wanted to add it on. And I, you know, it's, it's sad that you have to actually go through the fine print on your contracts with them and explain to them that, you know, where this money is going. And if, you know, if you don't pay me this year, how are we supposed to be around next year? But for the most part, they're, they're doing pretty well. The ones that are not being so nice, yeah, I'm just smiling and <laughs> trying to well, meet halfway, but it's uh, difficult. <laughs> uh, you know, copying is the best form of flattering. So I'll, I'll just share with you that one of the things that we use, so feel free to copy. Uh, well, one of the lines that we use with people is very simply, if we don't all share in this together, then none of us are going to be here when you need us. And um, And we do feel very bad for people when they cancel their events but, but like you said, they're thinking about a tangible thing, like you buy a toaster, you return a toaster, and they don't realize that we've committed, even though they may have canceled their event for, you know, November 14th, um, that we, we didn't book something else on that date that may not have canceled. And so we try to explain that we want to do your next event, whatever, whatever it needs to be. And, um, and we work with people on refunds wherever we can. But just because they've canceled their event, the work that we've already put into the event, the date that we've already solidified and held for them, you know, you, you, you do the best you can and it's not, it's not always easy and there's not always the right answer for it. Uh, so if it's any consolation, what we're dealing with here outside the nation's capital is exactly what you're dealing with in Chicago. And from some of the photographers I'm talking to uh, in Mexico, in Israel, in France, in San Diego, uh, guess what? We're all dealing with exactly the same thing. So it's not just a global pandemic, but it is a global equalizer. Yeah. And um, one of the analogies that someone made to me recently, uh, Michael Kress from uh, Michael Kress Photography, is that there's sort of like a, a, an event meteor uh, that has fallen from the sky. And that meteor has left a devastation, not just in photography, but in the live events community that we are all going to have to recover from. 
And the size of the crater is not necessarily what we're going to have to recover from. But the mentality, the change of personalities, the change of mentality, the change of buying practices, how far into a, how far in advance people are willing to book us for events uh, or consider what we're talking about and how they're going to deal with deposit terms and looking at the fine to fine fine uh, print in our contracts. Um, this is a ripple effect that we are going to be feeling for for three, four, five years, a decade. Uh, before the ripple effect of this of this meteor falling from the sky that we had no control over whatsoever, we're all dealing with it. So, uh, if it's any consolation of an olive branch that I'm sending out to you, we're all in it together. And yeah. one of the one of the things that the Visual Out podcast is is really trying to do is not just spin a positive outlook on things, but explain the positive outlook on things. So let's dive back into your your very poignant point that people are still calling events are still happening. Um, I don't know about you, but I'm getting calls for the most interesting of things two, three, four weeks before their event. Are you having that kind of thing too, where people are calling, you know, just in short order right before their events? Yes, no, for sure. Um, we've had some that, you know, like in the summer, they've cancelled and now, you know, two weeks before they've decided that they are going to do something like a little, you know, still going to do their service, still going to do a little party. Um, and we're also we've also been booking for this year as well, because people are, you know, they still got their dates at the beginning of the year. And a lot of, you know, a little bit more of the relaxed clientele, you know, some of them obviously book these bar and bar mitzvahs two, three years ahead of time. But there's some that just wait six months. And they're still going ahead. So we actually have had a big handful of bookings for this year that are happening now. I mean, for example, I'm just about to write a contract out for two contracts out for December, um, which is great. So they're still, you know, they're still doing something. And that means, you know, if there's, if, you know, if we can be where well, we are available and we, you know, can get the job done and we're very familiar with the locations that they're working at. Um, you know, and if they have a sibling, it works out well because, you know, we'll pocket their sibling in a few years, hopefully. Um, so it's it's nice to get these last minute things. And of course, you know, a lot of we're getting a lot of um, portrait shoots, senior shoots, um, because people just want pictures at this time because their families are together. Well, before so we got onto our broadcast today, I, I was looking at your Facebook page and I'm, first of all, very impressed with how well it's being kept up. But I, I, you've got some killer work in the senior portrait world. Um, Thank you. Yeah, we've been doing some of that as well. But you seem to have really, really been diving into senior portraits. Kudos to you. Great stuff. Great light. You know, uh, early fall pictures, late summer pictures. Um, how are you feeling like the seniors are dealing with <laughs> getting their senior picture taken but not having a senior year? How's that working out? Yeah, the, there's one that I just had a couple of weeks ago. And we were kind of talking about it. And she's, you know, she's upset that she hasn't actually physically started like been in school for her senior year um yet um but they are you know i think by doing these photo shoots it makes them feel special and that they are a senior and that they are going to go through the same process that all you know all the previous seniors have been through um and that's you know that's the same for any any little event you know we do a lot of like the pre-shoots and it makes that child or young adult feel special still of still what's going on in this world. And, you know, it's, you know, we're, none of us are getting dressed up, putting makeup or anything on. So it's kind of nice to, for them to do that. So it's um, these senior shoots have been fun to do. 
and listening to you know how their their take on things and you know their what they're going to go to college to do and um it's you know kind of nice to learn from those from those people too uh, i i think that um uh, I, I'm not sure if you've been going through this too, but I find that I've always talked in, in the years that I've been teaching photography that our profession is 80% psychology and 20% photography. <laughs> and, and of late, I've been thinking it's like 95% psychology and 5% photography because I feel like I'm a therapist every time I talk to a client. I, I listen to brides who are getting married next week or next month. And they want to forgo getting ready pictures and they want to forgo this and forgo that because, well, my girlfriend's not going to be able to come and my sister can't make it in from California and the blah, blah, blah. And I say the same thing to them as I say to a mitzvah mother or to a parent of a senior, you know, COVID has attacked and done so many horrible things to all of us, but don't let it steal your special day. You know, whatever you're getting ready for your wedding, I don't care if your girlfriends are there or your sorority sisters couldn't make it or whatever it might be. It's still your wedding day. Whatever you may do in the future, it's still your wedding day. And don't don't let the opportunity go by to still have the most romantic getting ready pictures or first look pictures. And I would say the same thing to a mitzvah parent or to a, a senior or a parent of a senior. Don't let COVID steal our life memories, whether you're in school virtually or you're in school physically, you know, those senior portraits are still a timestamp in our lives uh, as a 16, 17, 18 year old person. Um, and from the pictures that I'm looking at online with your, that you have your portfolio, they're really spectacular. Um, uh, really, really, really nice work. Thank you. Um, while we're kind of, uh, um, uh, rolling through all this stuff, just so the listening audience can know a little bit more about you and about uh, about North Shore. Um, why don't you tell everybody about your website address, um, Instagram, best ways to get a hold of you, uh, whether you're a Chicago listener or somebody from outside that wants to get a hold of Anna, how can we do that? Um, well, they can go to our Facebook page, which is, um, if you just type in North Shore Photography, um, you'll find us. You can, our website is www.nshorephoto.com. You can, um, you'll, you'll see all of our contact information there as well. And our Instagram page is nshorephoto. So you can find us there too, or you can email me at Anna, A-N-N-A, at nshorephoto.com. And if that's not good enough, you can find all that information in our show <laughs> notes from today's episode. Um, tell us a little bit about uh, your part of Chicago. Um, this has been a rough, uh, Chicago's had its, uh, fair share of media, good, bad, and indifferent, uh, over the last six months. Uh, how, what, what part of Chicago are you guys in and how has kind of just the summer been for you and what do you see happening in the fall? Um, well, we are in a suburb called, well, my studio is in a suburb called Northbrook, which is about 25 minutes 20 minutes no traffic just north of chicago so we're in the north suburbs um and it's and i live in a, a town like in the same county as chicago so it's a little so we're, we're in a different county but the um i i honestly feel like they've done what they've needed to do i i don't like what you know our our counties have done, but it's, I think it's the best thing to do. And um, I feel like we have been, Illinois has been very safe as far as numbers and events, you know, I, well, at the beginning of everything, when they shut everything down, I just, I, I feel like they forgot our industry. 
they forgot um it was all about the restaurants which i feel bad for as well but they totally forgot about the event industry the theater industry the festival industry um we are going to be the last ones to go back to work full time fully that we you know that that it is but i I just feel for the rest of the fall and the rest of this year and even spring next year, I, I just, I have this feeling that we're just going to be small little intimate events that we're doing now. Um, and, and then hopefully summer and fall of next year, they'll get, they'll get bigger. Um, but I just, I just did a wedding a couple of weeks ago and she, she postponed her dates like three times. She was the first weekend after our cutoff. So my, my heart goes out to everybody that had to reschedule, but especially those ones that everyone had already gotten their flights in. Um, but she, so it went from like a 250 person wedding down to 32. And when I thought about it, it's like, you know, I, I, we photographed the same amount of pictures, the getting ready, the portraits, all of that. You, the only thing you're missing literally is the bulk of people dancing. That's the only thing that's missed. Um, and I just, I hope that people continue to just don't, you know, just either if they're going to postpone, don't cancel or just go smaller. You're going to get married. You're going to have your bar about mitzvah um, just, you know, to help our industry just um, postpone or go smaller. Don't cancel. <laughs> I, uh, I, I, it's funny, you know, you, you and I have this great mutual friend in, in Mark Zucker and we'll talk about him in a second, even behind his back or in front of his back. <laughs> But uh, he said that um, I, I've been hearing your name for, for a couple of years, and he has said that you and I really look at things in a very similar way. And um, we absolutely do, especially with this. Don't cancel. If you have to postpone, we're on board with you. But, um, but the canceling, it really does rip at all of us. And to your point about the live events industry being the, the, forgotten, the forgotten one, um, you know, I, I look at everything from the guy who sells hot dogs at the football game, uh, the parking valets uh, at the hotels. Uh, most of the, the few hotel weddings and, and events that I've been a part of in the last couple of months, you know, the valet guys have all been let go. The bell captains of the hotels have all been let go. Yeah. Um, the hotels are working on even the finest five star hotels are all working on skeleton crews. And no one's thinking about that. Um, and it's, it's really, really, uh, it's tough. Um, I will tell you that I am hugely envious of your North Shore location uh, because uh, we also, in our friend Mark Zucker, we also both use Zook Binders as our album binder. Um, and I am so incredibly envious of the fact that you can literally walk down the street and around the corner. And I know that's, that's not so quite what, I know that's not quite what it is, but he tells me you guys are just a few minutes away from each other. And I've always been a lab guy and I love having a lab nearby. I do a lot of my own printing, but to have my book binder down the street or, or within a, a few minute drive. Wow. Tremendous, tremendous envy. Uh, is that as cool as I think it is? Like you can just like literally walk down the street and get your books. Um, yeah. I mean, it's, it's probably about a mile. I mean, if I was, wasn't so lazy, I could quite easily walk over the hill to get there. Um, but no, it is nice because um you know, if we have any questions about anything or, you know, we can just go over there or, you know, if we ever wanted a, you know, a tour of the place, we can. Mark and I have lunch once in a while to catch up. Um, you know, if there's 
something that comes back with an album, we can drop it right off. We like to look at all of our albums before um, we send off to the client, just because we're proud of what we do. And it's kind of, we're reliving, reliving the event as well, just not the family. We have such great time at these parties. So it's so nice just to, you know, go and pick them up ourselves, look at them and then ship them off. It's it's very convenient. <laughs> I'm, I'm 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 hugely envious. I uh, also also because you get to have lunch with Mark once in a while, and and yes. Mark has Mark has been making my books for more years than I wish to admit. Uh, I go back to the '80s with Mark and his family in New York, and um, we we really kind of grew up in the business together. And we both play in a band. He's a um, guitar player. He's a drummer, um, and we we just kind of watched each other grow up in this business, and and now. You know, uh, it's it's truly kind of neat, and uh, he's a great friend, and and again, one of the reasons why he was so hip on on connecting you and I together, and and also the fact that um, we both apparently are using his offshore business, which is helping my company uh, make uh, I don't want to say ends meet, but certainly run my business in a much more uh, intelligent and profitable way. And I pushed back for a long time for several years. Uh, on using his offshore services from the Philippines. Uh, what has your experience been like that kind of, um, you know, counting on on people out of your own house to be able to do work for you and, and keep costs down? Yeah, well, I was exactly the same as you. I, I kept pushing him away for a couple of years. I'm like, nope, I'm going to do my own editing, my own culling. I'm very picky. Um, I shoot an event and I'm, I'm seeing things that I'm there and I want to make sure those pictures are in. I was very very picky but then you know with all the events that we're doing and all of the work that I had I had to give something up and I hate I hate asking for help I hate giving stuff up so um, I finally did and um, it was nice to have one girl work for me full-time like she didn't work for anybody else she she just does you know works for me and we spent we spent quite a few weeks training um, because of how picky I am, and I know how picky I am. But now I have full trust in her, and because they're working flip flop hours, because you know we're flip flop in time, um, I get into work every morning and I have work done, and it feels so good to just send it off to the client. Sometimes I don't even look at it because that, that's how much trust I have in these girls, um, this staff. So it was the best thing. I did for editing and culling. It really was. And I wish I had done it when he told me about it instead of pushing him off. But um, it's, it's been great. And obviously, you know, if there's some events that I do that I really want to do, of course I can, you know, do my own work, but um, it just, it gets done a lot quicker if I, if I get them to do it. And I know now, um, you know, the, the products that I'm going to get back. Plus we we're on Skype and we text. So, um, in the evenings, if they have any issues with what I've sent them or anything, we text each other. It's great. It's like having somebody, you know, working nights for me in my own office, but it's many miles away. <laughs> yeah, I, I tell you, that's Love something we're, we're getting used to that also, that that uh, 5 p.m. to 3 a.m. shift for them or yeah. for our, in, in our time, being able to go through your day, realize what you haven't gotten finished yet, upload that kind of stuff or even a new project and then come in the next morning and it's waiting for you. Um, it's really, it's really something to be commended about. And, and Mark, Mark kind of took him a couple of years to beat this into my head when we all kind of get a little patriotic, especially because we're obviously in the middle of an election and all the, that that comes along with, but, um, you know, that we're, we're not giving 
jobs away from the U.S. We're preserving jobs because if we if we continue down the road that we're in as small businesses, as small studios, um, if you have a dozen people working in your staff and you have to offload three of those people, keeping you're you're, you're keeping the, the the bulk of the rest in the U.S. But we've got to figure out a way to stay competitive um, and, and be able to continue to offer the the services, the products and services that that make our studios so so unique. Whether it's in Chicago or in D.C. Or, or any other part of the country or part of the world. So, uh, uh, again, one more thing you and I have in common is the lumps on our head where Mark was beating us over uh, to try to get us to uh, to jump on board with this sooner than later. Um, well, listen, Anna, this has been super cool. Uh, I really appreciate your time today. Um, I, I think it's important that our photographers understand that they're not out on an island by themselves. Um, I encourage you and our listening audience to remember that all the resources that we talk about here, um, the, the show note information is available at visualwow.com. More importantly, uh, look us up on Facebook um, and, uh, and join our mastermind group. And to the mastermind group uh, and to you, Anna, I would say I hope that you'll jump on board and not just be a participant or not just be somebody watching, but be a participant. Um, we are starting this month um, portfolio reviews for photographers that they just need a pro to really just kind of help and guide them. Uh, they upload a dozen and a half pictures to us and we kind of have a live forum uh, in a Facebook live kind of an environment to help people along through their uh, portfolio review, helping people get mentored a little bit because it's so difficult now to find any kind of internship or, or coaching or training uh, because nobody is offering and has the ability to offer classes like that. Um, so uh, I, I, is that the sound like something we might be able to count on you for? Yeah, I'd love to. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, I, I, I know I kind of set you up for that one and I appreciate the, the proper answer, but uh, I just feel like I have found a kindred spirit in Chicago, uh, only one mile away from my other kindred spirit in Chicago. Uh, and I actually have a childhood friend that sounds like he lives within a hop, skip and a jump from you guys a guitar player that I know from childhood who is a attorney in Chicago and lives right just a mile or two from, from Mark's studio. So uh, I feel like I had a whole lot of family going on over there in that, in that part of the windy city. Yes. So, uh, <laughs> well, listen uh, to our listening audience. Uh, Anna is definitely a great resource. North shore photography sounds like uh, another um, really great studio that has figured out a way to maintain until we uh, can write our, our planet back onto its, uh, onto its regular access and try to get back to some kind of normality. And so uh, any, uh, any final thoughts, Anna? Um, well, just, I think all of us just kind of need to hang in there and just keep doing what we're doing. And it's sad because some photographers have had to close their doors or other people in this industry. And um, I just keep telling all of my clients and all of the vendors that I work with that we will do what we need to do to stay open and, you know, we'll, we'll meet you with those changes with your events. We will be here um, just to try and give them something secure in their life. But yeah, just good luck with everyone else out there struggling. That is, uh, that is some great, uh, some great and poignant words. And I'm not going to, I'm not going to, there's nothing I can add to that because you're hundred percent right. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, the visual uh, listening audience, thanks so much for tuning in again. Uh, Anna has a great operation out there in Chicago. Uh, check out her website, her Instagram. There's some great stuff there. 
uh, great inspiration, killer senior portraits and some wedding pictures of recent. Uh, I, I urge you to take a look. Check out the, uh, the links in the show notes if you can't find North Shore Photography. Of course, if you can't type North Shore Photography, there are bigger issues that we have to talk about. Uh, but uh, I'm sure you'll figure it out. Again, thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We'll see you next time. I'm Jack Hartsman, your host, and we're out. Thanks for listening to Visual Wow. If you like what you heard, like us on Facebook, Twitter, and tell your friends. Go to visualwow.com for more info. If you didn't like what you heard, just keep it to yourself. Know a pro we should be talking to on the show? Drop us a line. Talk with you next time on Visual Wow.